Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry, in for Zach Bingham this morning. Uh, we are powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. And make sure you follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Periscope, and Twitter. We are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for our show, for our business, and for you guys. RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Find out how much your home can rent for right there at RentersWarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai for your next ride. Check them out in Lebanon at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings at CalvinAndSubtle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care at boneandjointtn.org. So, Jack, uh, it is a little, it is a, just expand a little bit on why, because you just kind of teased it, dropped it in there, on why you think this is the biggest offseason in Titans franchise history. Well, because they have all the pieces. Well, they have most of the pieces. By the end of the offseason, they need to have all of the pieces. Your Super Bowl window is open. And for how, for how long, you would think maybe at least a year, another year, uh, potentially three years down the road, but there's going to have to be a lot of uh, contract restructuring. The team will kind of reshape as the years go on. But that's why this offseason is so important because you have the best offense that you probably have ever had in your franchise history. Now you just got to worry about the defense. And, and what, what happens with Corey Davis that remains to be seen, um, whether, whether he takes big money to go elsewhere, sticks around, sticks in the environment that really worked for him a lot of, a lot of the time last season. We'll figure that out here down the road, but it has to be John Robinson's biggest offseason. And not only does it have to do with the window and all of that, but look at last year's offseason. He completely whiffed. He struck out in the draft. Uh, you get Christian Fulton, who showed signs when, when he was available last year. But for the most part, you whiffed on the draft. Darrington Evans was hurt a bunch of the year. Isaiah Wilson, that whole thing happened. Still is happening. Um, and, and, and then... Vic Beasley and Jadavian Clowney didn't pan out. So last offseason's failures add pressure for John Robinson in that front office to really hit a home run, whether it's through the draft or free agency this offseason. And the Titans are kind of backed into a corner with the salary cap, but they still have to splurge on a big-name edge rusher probably. That that has to be somewhere on the list. Uh, but, but not only does the Super Bowl window and everything play into the – you know, how big this offseason really is for J-Rob. But also, last offseason's failures have to have to kind of add a little bit to that as well. Yeah, for sure. G-Man on base says, unfortunately, it's a drive through window. It's small and fast. <laughs> and I actually, I love that because I completely agree. Uh, and it makes it, and you're right, and Sam adds, J-Rob had a very bad offseason a year ago. Um, and then Joshua says, Titans offense might be the best it's ever been, but sadly, the defense might be the worst it's ever been and, and people are commenting about how calm I'm going to be with Zach out today and no uh no Corey <laughs> Davis heated conversations as those have been we've had two crazy conversations about Corey Davis already this week uh who knows what we'll get into today uh with Jack in for Zach but uh John Robinson has a lot on his shoulders this offseason and it's last year was a strange offseason because they could not have you know, draft meetings and, and getting in 30 visits and all that kind of stuff like they normally would have. Darrington Evans was the only guy they really had in for a top 30 visit. And pro days are different. The combine 
really didn't happen this year uh, like normal where a lot of business happens around the NFL and the cap situation. So I, I found it interesting when John Robinson uh, went on Buck Rising's 104.5 The Zone debut yesterday. Buck asked about if the Titans are – how they're approaching having a plan this offseason because it is a moving target. And I'll kind of do Buck's uh, question for him is, you know, you don't know what the cap's going to be, so how do you prepare for this? And John Robinson, I thought – had a very interesting answer. We know that the floor was raised to, to 180 uh, on the salary cap, so it won't be any lower than that. Um, you know, we've we've kind of worked through a couple different models. We're inching closer. I'd say we probably started with five or six, and now we're down to you know maybe two or three. And um, you know, we've also talked internally about about being patient with players that are going to become available who aren't current free agents. You know, as as teams start to try to get under the cap, you know, we've gone through our our rankings meeting positionally of the guys that, you know, that we like, um, and, you know, starting to prepare for that two day, uh, tampering window, uh, legal tampering window that, that leads into, you know, the 17th at three o'clock. So we just have to see once those discussions kind of start where, where the market goes, you know, we'll hopefully we'll have a firm, you know, cap number there to know how much exactly we'll, we'll be able to spend. Um, and just being mindful and, and trying to make strategic decisions, but good decisions with, you know, with how we're going to allocate the resources uh, during the free agency period. There's so many things to unpack from that minute, 20 seconds from John Robinson there uh, with Buck Rising. Buck will be back on today at 10 o'clock Central Time, 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. More on that <clears throat> next week, really, uh, with what our plans are there. But, Jack, he mentioned that you don't know the cap. You know, it's not lower than 180, but it's really the tampering window that starts March 15th through the 17th, those two days, figuring out that, and then you don't even know who's going to be available. And Diana Rossini yesterday tweeted this out, which I thought was amazing and dramatic as it gets, and that is just texted with an NFL head coach about the upcoming cuts and what he expects. It's going to be a massacre next week all around the league. There are going to be so many names that we all know that will be available that we just don't know who. And so for John Robinson, he has to hit. Like This is like, Jack, you're a gambling guy. I've become a gambling yes. guy. We're powered by BetMGM. I, if I have a bad weekend, I have to either take a break, call myself down, and then when I jump back into it, Locks only. I got to win, right? I have to <laughs> yeah. find winners. Yeah. John Robinson just had a bad off season. He's coming into this. He has to find locks only. And some of these locks that can be successful with the Titans might just be guys who are still under contract and not these pending free agents that we all know. Yeah, no, you're a hundred percent right. And what Diana said there, I mean, it sounds like there's going to be an unexpected wave of talented free agents. Uh, that, that are going to hit the market. And one, one of them is, I'm interested in is Kyle Van Noy. Um, the Dolphins, he, they, they had to part part ways with him. Uh, granted, he only spent one year there, got $30 million guaranteed when he signed that four-year deal. So, so he's rolling in it right now. He could maybe take less money to go to a situation that would, that would kind of uh, cater to him, like possibly the Titans. Uh, you got to figure out what to do with Rashawn Evans there. That's a different conversation. Um, the draft this year, the draft is never, uh, you know, it, look, it, it, it's kind of like a batting average in the MLB. You know, you get one out of three right, you're going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, and, and that's kind of how it's going to be. But this year, without a combine, 
it's going to make things even harder. The, the hit rate is going to be much is, is going to be down, especially in the early rounds, which may mean decreased value on a first round pick. So maybe you could trade that off and acquire more darts to throw at the board uh, with, with with more picks. Uh, it, it's it's going to be a funky off season, but look, that's just the way things are. And, and unfortunately for John Robinson, his job is, is very difficult as it is. Now you throw in a, a draft without a combine right. and all kinds of cap problems. Uh, it, it it makes for <laughs> look. This, he's going to earn his money. He's going to earn his keep uh, this off season. Yeah, and and I the title of the show is why John Robinson's free agency approach will set up the most unpredictable offseason that we've seen, that I've seen. I've started covering the Tennessee Titans. Uh, my first season was in 2013. Uh, and so going into 2021, we've never seen an offseason as unpredictable as what this is going to be with as much weight as there is on the Titans to have a successful offseason. So here's what we're going to do now, Jack. We want to ask everybody a question, get you guys more involved with your comments. If you were John Robinson, what would the first three things on your checklist be? If you were John Robinson, what would the first three things on your checklist be? You guys can take this anywhere you want. Just first three things, whatever. I don't care. Like be as creative, be specific. You can be general. Your first three things on the checklist. If you were John Robinson, well, real quick, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the area. You can help out your family by creating extra cash flows and long-term equity by renting out your property and Renters Warehouse. They are the professionals in the Nashville area that follow all the changing restrictions, all the changes in the market, and make sure that you uh, get the most out of your property. Again, go to RentersWarehouse.com. Bet MGM, we're here to talk about a little Bet MGM. We just talked about gambling, how we both love it. It's, it's a passion of ours. Um, but you guys need to go download the Bet MGM app. Sign up today using code A to Z Sports. Again, A T O Z Sports. And you'll receive a risk free bet up to $600. That's awesome. You look, it, it's a roll of the dice. You win, you get, a, you get the $600. If you lose, it's a, no, no skin off your back. You're not going to lose anything. It was a risk free bet, anyways. Uh, Bet MGM has awesome stuff. They've got innovative parlays, boosted odds, specials, game props, and more. So go ahead, use code A to Z Sports and download the BetMGM app today. All right, let's get into it, Jack. Uh, their top three things on the John Robinson checklist, if you were John Robinson. I, I'll let the comments keep rolling in because you guys are doing a good job so far. So the top three on the checklist, Jack, I will let you start with your top three. Ooh, perfect. Okay. My first one, I think it's the most obvious one. You got to splurge on an edge rusher. Okay. You have to spend the money. The salary cap is a myth. That's how John Robinson has to approach this free agency. Okay. The salary cap is not real. He needs to sign. <laughs> he, he needs to sign uh, uh, one of these big name guys. And look, Carl Lawson and Justin Houston, that's fine and dandy and all. Those guys are going to be a little cheaper. You got to spend money on one of these elite guys. I'm talking Bud Dupree. I'm talking Ryan Kerrigan, Matthew. Okay. Judah. Okay. Time out. Bud Dupree. I've been saying this. Bud Dupree is off the table for the Titans. He tore his ACL in December. Like, he, he, like he's barely maybe three months into his ACL rehab. Look, from a guy who's done that before, it takes you nine months, ten months, whatever it is, to get back into form. The Titans, in my opinion, can't afford to go for Bud Dupree because of the injury. 
Okay, and that's a fair point, but Austin, you also have to consider that you know Austin Stanley from Brentwood High School isn't the same recovery as Bud Dupree. Pittsburgh, I understand. I tore mine in college. Back. I tore mine in college, so he's okay, University of Tennessee and a real athlete. Forgive but me. But still, like, it's it's all about knowing where you're at three months after this. And again, like we said, like John Robinson only needs locks. Bud Dupree is like a three-leg parlay where you're picking underdogs. Like yes, it might, you know, high, what I'm saying? high risk, high reward, possibly. There. Right, right, but uh, but you can't necessarily afford to do that. And I'm not saying he's the best fit. I'm just saying you got to splurge on one of these big guys: Dupree, sure. Kerrigan, and Gakwe, Judon, maybe uh, Shaq Barrett if he becomes available. We'll see what Tampa does with him. He's going to cost a lot of money though. But that's that has to be number one on your list: splurge on an edge rusher, go big or go home. You, you can't strike out with Beasley and Clowney like you did last year. You've got to find, a, like you said, a lock, a guy who will show up. You don't have questions about his uh, work ethic. You don't have questions about his character. A guy who comes in in the building, helps helps build the culture, and also gets it done on the field. Number two. Okay. I think you got to slap the tag on Jonu Smith. Okay. I think you've got to franchise tag Jonu Smith for a couple reasons. I don't think John Robinson is comfortable extending him at this point because of the last 10 games last season. Now, in the first four games for John New Smith last season, he caught five touchdowns, averaged 55 yards per catch, or, or yards per game. That would be a lot for a catch. Um, and four and a half catches per game. That was a stellar first four games. He was an elite fantasy tight end at that point. But then once Taylor Lewan got hurt in that mm-hmm. Houston game, mm-hmm. the last 10 games of John New Smith's season, three touchdowns, 22 yards per game, 2.3 receptions. Almost all of those were cut in half. And, th- and that's a that's all, double the sample size. So there's definitely questions on how Jonu Smith will perform this year. Not only is it a new offense with Todd Downing, but it, it, you saw flashes of what you liked. And this is like leasing a car. And I brought this up to Zach on last week's Thursday show. Okay. You 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 know you like it and, and you and you think it will work out. But once you take it off the lot, how does it run? Does, does the engine pop? Does, you know, are, the, are, the, are the doors, are the, do the airbags come out on time? There's a lot you still need to figure out, and this is what the Titans are going to do with John U. Smith this year. They're going to make sure that that car runs when, he, when, when John Robinson takes it off the lot. And they've got a lot to figure out with him. So I think slapping the tag on that, on John U. Smith, you got to keep your good players around, especially homegrown talent. Keep yeah. Do everything you can to keep John U. Smith and I think franchise tagging him is the best option. And that tag number for Janu for the franchise tag is 10.1. So it's not like, it's not ridiculous. It's not like if they no. franchise tag Corey Davis, it would cost 16.4, which is ridiculously bad. Too but 10, 10.1 for Janu on a franchise tag to negotiate later, that's absolutely doable. Also, can we cut out the Kyle Rudolph talk? I, that's so ridiculous. Why would Kyle Rudolph fit here? I, they have Ferkser and Janu and Michael Cruitt. Well, Michael all, Pruitt, all they four want. of those guys are free agents. So yes, you don't I know. have any of them right now, but you I have know, to get two these, of them, I think. These are the guys that they're, you know, they need to focus on bringing back. And then my third, you've got to sign an established wide receiver. Okay. You can't take your chances. You can't bring in two rookies to replace Corey Davis if he goes and Adam Humphreys, who's already gone. You've got to find a guy who can fill in immediately, produce immediately. We don't know what this offseason is going to look like. If it looked anything like last offseason, these rookies are going to take some time to get acclimated and get ready to play NFL football. And just learning the system and the new offense and all of the ins and outs of that, it's not going to be easy on them. So you've got to sign a guy who's been there, done that for a few years. 
a couple guys come to mind immediately. Curtis Samuel, Marvin Jones Jr., and then in the division, you have Will Fuller and T.Y. Hilton, both Titans killers, who I'm sure a lot of Titans fans would just like to get on this side of the city instead of having to play against them twice a year. I don't know how possible Will Fuller and T.Y. Hilton will be with the money, but I think guys like Curtis Samuel and Marvin Jones Jr. are viable options, and you don't have to go and break the bank for them. You've got to find a replacement for Adam Humphreys. You've got to replace the production that Corey Davis provided. You've got to go sign an established wide receiver. All right, so your three are pass rusher, slap Johnny with a franchise tag, and then sign an established wide receiver. Overall, not bad. Sam brings up Golden Tate. I want to address Golden Tate. Address him. He's old. Yes. Th- this is the only conversation about Golden Tate. He recently became available, and he's been available several times over the last several years because he is no longer effective. Like, Golden Tate, I I liked, I played – if talk about intermules, I played uh, college uh, basketball intermules with Golden Tate because when he was a rookie with Seattle, which was the beast mode year against the Saints, he joined his buddies at UT in grad school for a semester, and we used to run the rec league together. Golden Tate is a super nice guy. He's a freak athlete. But again, this was in 2011. So that no longer is he able to do this type of stuff uh, in the NFL, he's just too old. So there's other options. I would rather go get a rookie in the fifth round to do what Golden Tate can do. Yeah, he's he's a little old. I don't know that he's the guy that they need right now. That that's that's a signing that the Titans in in 2015 may may have made. You know, pre John Robinson, maybe they bring Golden Tate in. Or but- even five, four or five years ago, Golden Tate been fine. Like if they would have traded for Golden Tate at the trade deadline in 2018 when that was a, a option when he went to Philly, then that makes a little bit of sense. I'll say this though, I'm going to back up my guys in the comments because every time a free agent comes available, especially one from Nashville, you picture him in two tone blue, and that's just the fun of the off season. But Golden Tate, no, that is not how the Titans will get better this off season. Yeah, and Golden Tate is not trouble, as Puka said. He might be old and slow, but he's not trouble. He's a good guy. I, I play high school basketball against him and intramural basketball with him in college. Uh, he's a nice guy, but uh, yeah, definitely. Don't ask, don't ask Jalen Ramsey about that. Well, Jalen Ramsey and Golden Tate, that's family. <laughs> yeah, and you I don't know, get I in know. between family, nor do you judge other family stuff. Anyway, okay, so the question we're asking you guys, because a lot of comments we need to go back and scroll back up to, because we're asking you the question, <clears throat> and that is, what are the top? If you're John Robinson, what are the top three things on your checklist <clears throat> this offseason? A lot of good comments. I like them. Nick says edge, slot wide receiver, and corner. I think corners. corners. That's interesting because J Rob also said to Buck yesterday on, on the zone that he hasn't talked to anybody about restructuring their deals to that point, which means Malcolm Butler. We'll talk more about. Cap casually massacres here a little later on. Jason says, pass rush, tight ends, D-line, and what? So he gave four. Jason, you can't like slash D-line wide receiver. You can maybe like <laughs> slash pass rush D-line, but not that doesn't work that way. Uh, let's see. Uh, G-Man says, edge, secondary, wide receiver in that order. Sarister says, edge, wide receiver and corner. Edge, corner, wide receiver from Clayton. D-Mills says, edge, wide receiver, corner. Uh, let's see. Um, this is this, Corey. Coy brings up an interesting thing. He just says healthy, affordable, something to prove. So those aren't like three people. Those are three characteristics that you're looking for. I like that. Like, yeah, we left it open ended. I think you're right. 
He's got to have healthy, affordable, and players with something to prove. What do you think about that? I like that. That's perfect. I think that's what all GMs should look for in a free agent signing. <laughs> right? And that, but that follows along with what we're saying of locks only. Like he's had a bad betting weekend. He needs a lock only. You and, go, you go <laughs> give it a teaser, alternate spreads, money line, whatever it is you got to do uh, to get that win. You got to find some value. That's what you got to do. And last off season, he didn't go for healthy, affordable, and something to prove. No, he, he went he for went unhealthy, with... doesn't love ball, and and too expensive. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, he completely went the opposite way last off season. So yeah, that would be a that would be a refreshing look on free agency for me. Yeah, Joshua says pass rush, wide receiver depth, secondary. Steven says elite edge rusher, choosing which pro day to attend, mostly Alabama. <laughs> and then draft <laughs> Christian Barmore, no matter what, uh, who's really good too. Bobby says edge, wide receiver, then restructures Tannehill's contract to bring the, bring the cap hit down. Uh, interesting there. Alex says pass rusher, wide receiver, drop the panda. Drop the panda is an honorable mention. Drop or trading the panda would be perfect. Yeah. Granted, I don't know if they could even get an air fryer in return for him, but uh, that that would be an honorable mention for me. All right, Brock says restructure Byard and Butler, sign Corey Davis, get an elite pass rusher on the roster. Uh, Judon and Dupree are his highest two wanted uh, there. So, okay, Jack, I'm going to get to mine now. You guys are crushing it with the comments um, for sure. Wide receiver, tight end, linebacker there. Uh, so a, a new DC too late on that Johnny Lee because Kane <laughs> Bowen just got that promotion uh, for sure. Brent just Bloody. says avoid Georgia and Clemson pro day after Kevin Dodd and Isaiah Wilson. So, I, I'm, look, I don't think I'm ready to do that. I, I, I'm going to give Georgia and Clemson another chance. Uh, I agree. I especially Clemson just when cut it, those two out of your, your scouting tour, especially Clemson when it comes to the wide receiver position and Georgia when it comes to the edge position because Ojolari could be your first round draft pick at 22 overall, but we've got like seven weeks to talk about that. Okay, Jack, I've got my list, my three uh, things on John Robinson's checklist. I'm going to get to that here in a second, but first going to tell all you guys about Wilson County Hyundai and WilsonCountyHyundai.com right there in Lebanon off, off I-40 exit 236. It's a beautiful drive to Wilson County Hyundai. We go out there every month to do a show live from their uh, their showroom and their dealership. I love driving out there. They have the nicest people, Payne Bone and all of his team there at Wilson County Hyundai will do what's right for you to get you in the car that you need. Not the car necessarily that you want or not the car that they want you to buy, but the car that you actually need. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up with code A to Z Sports today. I mean today, guys. We've been talking about locks for most of this show. Let's go find some today. Download the BetMGM app, and you'll receive a risk-free bet up to $600 with promo code A to Z Sports. BetMGM, the king of sports books. Go ahead, download that app, the BetMGM app, after the show ends. Yep, and don't forget, visit betmgm.com uh, for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call a Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789. Here live on a Thursday, again, Jack Gentry from the from our A to Z Sports Tighten Up podcast is in for Zach, who is, uh, I think Zach by this time should be at the ski resort out there in Colorado. So Zach Ooh, will be back. Jealous. Zach will be back on Tuesday. So he's out tomorrow. I've got Jonathan Crompton filling in for me tomorrow, which should be a fun show. And then Jack will be back uh, on Monday. And Zach will be back in 
on Tuesday after his little mini vacation here. He's been robbed of one vacation, so he deserves this one for sure. Okay, so my checklist, the question we're asking you guys, it's been a good topic so far. If you were John Robinson, what would the top three things on your checklist be? So Jack, for me, number one is you have to sign, re-sign one of your offensive weapons that you had last year. And I like Corey Davis. I've gone to bat for Corey Davis uh, several times this week and several times over the last four years ever since he was drafted. I like Corey Davis. But Jonu Smith is the guy they need to prioritize on the offensive side of the ball in this year's free agency. So number one for me is make sure you do not lose Jonu Smith. Jonu Smith helps tie the passing game and the running game together. He makes you more versatile. He makes you explosive. I think Jonu Smith needs to be back. And like you said, Jack, if that means slapping the franchise tag on him to buy you a couple months like they did with Derrick Henry last year, I think Jonu Smith has to be back. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. Look, Jonu Smith at his best can transform this offense. Uh, You just see the ways that Arthur Smith used him. He would line him up next to Tannehill in the backfield sometimes. Jonu Smith would take end rounds fairly often. Right. And he look, he scored on one last year. I mean, what you can do with a Jonu Smith in your offense, I look, there is no ceiling really. He opens things up. He's he's an outside threat just as much as he is, you know, a solid blocking tight end. He's the full package. He can contribute in multiple ways. And when you have a guy like that and he's homegrown and you've drafted him. You have to do everything you can to make it work here. Absolutely. So number two on my list for my John Robinson checklist is that big money pass rusher. And I think the two most likely guys who will become available are Matt Judon and Ryan Kerrigan. I think that's kind of where you're going fishing. Because I think Judon will be available because the Ravens will try to either re-sign in Gakwe or franchise tag in Gakwe and they can't have both, and Gawkway's two or three or four years younger than Judon, so I think they're going to go with him over Matt Judon. So Matt Judon or Ryan Kerrigan, I think Judon's way more expensive than Kerrigan, but that is my my number two is getting the big money pass rusher, and I think those two guys are the most, are the most likely. Well, you talk about locks and, and wanting Robinson to go find a lock. How sure are you on Ryan Kerrigan? He's aging. He wasn't exactly that productive last season. Do, do you are, do you have any questions about him? Do you think that maybe his age might be a factor? Or do you think, hey, it's going to be a short-term deal. Let's yeah. bring him in, get the most out of him in a year, maybe two, and go from there. Yeah, I think it's a short-term deal. I think it's a, a two-year deal. And I think uh, a lot of people have talked about um, – how what what type of deals are players going to sign this year because of how the cap is? And I think look, Ryan Kerrigan is he's 32 years old, so he's not like Cam Wake, who is 37. Yeah, you know, I, I think what you need yeah. with Kerrigan, he had five and a half sacks this past year with Washington, but and Washington's defense was really good. Like, why the, the thing about Washington's defense is with all of the guys they've drafted on their defensive front over the last several years high that they've got production all across the board. So it's kind of like where you're throwing the ball to like three or four different receivers, and so nobody has like 90 catches. So Ryan Kerrigan, I think, is can be effective, and I think you know what you're going to get with Ryan Kerrigan. You're going to get good run support. 
You're going to get consistent play. It's not going to be peaks and valleys. It's not going to be a guy who freelances all over the place and sets his teammates up to fail like Clowney did and like J.J. Watt's been rumored to do. And he's going to be somebody who can go out there and play and be a leader too. So I think Ryan Kerrigan um, is, again, Matt Judon and Kerrigan are probably your two most likely. He's, he's not a, as much of a risk, really, because you're right. You do know kind of what you're getting with Kerrigan. You're probably not going to get the 12-sack season that you might out of Judon, but you're going to get solid production. You won't, you won't question whether he wants to be out there or not. Uh, he's not going to take plays off. He comes from you know Washington, which is a, a strange, really kind of bad culture, and, and I think walking into the Titans would be perfect for him. Because he's ready to go. He has that mindset that Vrabel wants his guys to have. I, I think it would be a definitely a fit, but you don't really get the the payoff that you might by going after a Judon. Right. All right. So my first two things on my J Rob checklist are one, uh re just do whatever you can to not let John Smith go. Whether it's re-sign him or a franchise tag, I think you got to get that. Second is the big money pass rusher. I think the most likely are Judon and Kerrigan. Josh Carroll brings up, what about Carl Lawson? It feels like, like Carl the, Lawson. I do too, but it feels like the Bengals like him enough to franchise tag him. Yeah. So well, that's going to be the, that's going to be the battle this whole offseason is figuring out, you know, who teams want to keep around with the tag, the cap casualties. There's going to be so many of them. But yeah, Carl Lawson's definitely a good option. He's young, he's talented. I was talking to Mike Herndon on the the most recent Tighten Up podcast. Yeah, and and Mike's you know he he's all about finding the guy who is trending towards blowing up, you know who is trending towards that breakout season without having him without having to pay him you know th that type of money. And Carl Lawson fits the bill. So my third thing on the checklist, and I'm going to replay the video from John Robinson because it, it that's. It's being patient. It's waiting and finding the guy that comes available because that's what John Robinson's going to do. We know that the floor was raised to, to 180 uh, on the salary cap, so it won't be any lower than that. Um, you know, we've we've kind of worked through a couple different models. We're inching closer. I'd say we probably started with five or six, and now we're down to you know maybe two or three. And um, you know, we've also talked internally about about being patient with players that are going to become available who aren't current free agents. You know, as, as teams start to try to get under the cap, you know, we've gone through our our rankings meetings positionally of the guys that, you know, that we like. Um, and, you know, starting to prepare for that two-day uh, tampering window, uh, legal tampering window that, that leads into, you know, the 17th at 3 o'clock. So we just have to see once those discussions kind of start where, where the market goes, you know, we'll hopefully – We'll have a firm, you know, cap number there to know how much exactly we'll we'll be able to spend, um, and just being mindful and, and trying to make strategic decisions, but good decisions with, you know, with how we're going to allocate the resources uh, during the free agency period. So I think the Titans are the perfect team to jump on a veteran who is an unexpected cap casualty from another team, I, because they have to be so selective here and they have to be patient. So. Don't uh, PSA, it's still less than two weeks away on the 15th. But my PSA for Titans fans is that you will probably not see the Tennessee Titans be in discussions by Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero on Monday the 15th about how the Titans are going to agree with terms with somebody for like $80 million a, a deal, right? The Titans are going to be quiet. 
They're going to be patient. And I think they will be strategic and they will wait on finding this guy because that's what they need to do. So I think they are the perfect candidate to scoop up the unexpected veteran who gets cut. Yeah. It, John Robinson, though, he has always kind of, he's always been predictable in his offseason moves. You, okay. you, 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 every uh, every offseason, it just seems like you can kind of predict where he's going to go in, in the draft position wise. And then, you know, kind of make up and, and, and bolster what his draft hall in, in free agency. And, but he, does, he, he doesn't swing for the fences often. You know, he kind of plays it safe, like, like, like kind of you were suggesting. But another thing to consider is these guys that we're going over right now, these are just the guys we know that will be available. The Titans' mm-hmm. best option may be a guy that comes available in a couple weeks. That, that, that all remains unknown right now. But it's, it's fun to talk about these guys who are available because there's definitely, you know, a, a few guys out of that patch that, that would fit the Titans. No doubt. All right, and that kind of brings us to our next discussion. Another comment has here, too, from Patrick. My question to you guys is, where is the money going to come from to re-sign and sign these players? Well, John Robinson had a couple of comments about that yesterday uh, on Buck Rising's new show, On the Zone. Uh, If you missed that, Buck Rising from A to Z Sports, now also with The Zone. We're going to do incredible things uh, with Buck's show on The Zone and what he's doing with A to Z Sports. So let's get to this. Uh, Jack, let's ask this question to everybody involved now. Which Titans veteran will be the next cap casually in the NFL's massacre next week? And I'll describe where the massacre word came from. Uh, But first, real quick, let me tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Again, boneandjointtn.org. Whenever that injury happens to you in life, you never know when it will happen, but you got to make sure you know where to turn when it does, and they take care of you from the very beginning of that injury right after it happens on the initial diagnosis all the way through the surgery all the way through the rehab. They've got over a dozen doctors there in the facility. The rehab facility is state-of-the-art in Franklin. Boneandjointtn.org. Bet MGM, guys. Go ahead and download it as soon as the show ends. Make that the first thing on your to-do list right after you're done watching us on this Titans Thursday. Download the Bet MGM app. Sign up with code A to Z Sports, A-T-O-Z Sports, and you'll receive a, a risk-free bet up to $600. That's a lot of bread. That's a lot of money to work with. A risk-free bet up to $600. You can get that by signing up and downloading the BetMGM app today. Also, what they also have going on, I don't know if you saw this yet, Jack, but they're giving away like an incredible promotion for a college basketball tournament this year. And so every time you bet $25 on college basketball, that's an extra entry to win this big, massive giveaway that ranges like it's ridiculous. Like I can't even remember all the things that they have for that. So BetMGM is where to go. Take advantage of that. I love the one-game parlays in the NBA. I've been a high hit rate on those. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, here too. So well, Jack, March is finally here. You, you got to download better. You got to have a betting app with, with March coming around. March Madness coming around the corner. Bet I MGM probably should app. admit this again, but the BetMGM app was the app that I spent the most screen time on last week. On my entire. <laughs> that's well. That's great though. That that's very it on is. brand. It is. It is. Okay. So which Titans veteran is most likely to be the next cap casually? in the NFL's massacre next week. We're getting that from Diana Rossini, who texted with an NFL head coach. 
I don't know who that NFL coach is, but she's got a good relationship with the Titans and Mike Vrabel. But the coach told her, quote, it's going to be a massacre next week around the league. So comments galore in here. So uh, as Scott says, going to be a lot of guys released. Um, so I'm going to read some more comments. Vaccaro, Malcolm Butler, Vaccaro, Malcolm Butler, Vaccaro, Vaccaro. <laughs> it's not going to be Taylor Lewan. No, no way in hell that happens. But Vaccaro, Butler, Vaccaro and Butler. Vaccaro, oh, no. Vaccaro, Vaccaro, uh, Butler or Byard. It, it absolutely cannot be Kevin Byard because he's got the – there are four guys who have the most dead cap on the Titans roster. It's Tannehill, Henry, Byard, and Isaiah Wilson. Oof. And so you can't, you can't do anything with Kevin Byard. I think Kevin Byard's going to bounce back. Deborah Vaccaro, more Vaccaro, 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 Adori, Butler, or Lawan. So Patrick's just trying to get just ready to pull wide net. Yeah. Just, just the entire secondary. See ya. Vaccaro, my gosh. Kenny Vaccaro is just getting oh, absolutely destroyed in this. Jack, what do you think? Well, I mean, there's a couple options, and Ben Jones is one of them, but I don't think – I see Titan Superman saying Ben Jones here. Um, you can't get rid of Ben Jones because he – the deal he is he's, – he's signed now. Look, it's it's fairly fairly cheap for the value you're getting out of Ben Jones. Ben Jones is a top-ten center in the NFL, and with you know the relationship he has with that offensive line and with Tannehill, I don't think you can afford to lose – but I hate. Can I take that a little further? Because yeah, I actually think the Ben Jones thing is interesting because financially, like if you're talking business, Ben Jones makes a lot of sense to cut. Why is it because Ben Jones only has one million dollars in dead cap, and by cutting him, you would save six point two five. So. It depends on how desperate the Titans are. It also depends on what how they feel about Aaron Brewer, who I thought played nice in a couple of spots last year when he needed to, whether it was at guard or center. Should they cut Ben Jones? No. But is he a possibility? You can't deny that because cutting Kenny Vaccaro, you're going to save 3.9, but you're still going to pay him $3 million to cut him. So, you know, cutting Ben Jones is something that makes financial sense, but it really hurts your football team. Yeah, I don't think that the Titans are desperate enough for that cap that cap space to get rid of a, a guy who has been a staple in, in this Titans team and really a staple on that really good, that that offensive line that helped Derrick Henry rush for 2,000 yards last year. Don't mess with that. Please. And it's the last year of Ben Jones' contract. So it's like you're not it, – it's this year. What do you move. really gain long-term? Yeah, I know what right. you're saying. Yeah. But no, for me, I, and I hate to say this because he's such a fan favorite and all you guys are all over it, but I think Kenny Vaccaro, you save just about $4 million by getting rid of Vaccaro. And while he's very good in the run and he, he makes, you know, he, he pops on Sunday. You, you can, you can always kind of tell where Vaccaro is because he's got, he's got a nose for the football, especially on, on the run. Um, however, you drafted a money hooker and he's looked pretty good. Uh, in the time he spent filling in for Vicaro some last year, he tied uh, the team lead with interceptions uh, mm-hmm. last season as well. 
And, you know, he's one of those guys. We, we talked about find the guys who are on the incline uh, in, in kind of positioning themselves for a breakout season. I think no one else really exemplifies that on the Titans better than uh, Amani Hooker. There's a lot to really like about him. And I think you have to eventually kind of throw him in the fire and see what he can do um, just so you can figure out that position for the next four or five years. I, you have to give Hooker a shot. He's earned it. And it makes too much sense to to kind of bring in that $4 million you're going to get from cutting Kenny Vaccaro and spend that elsewhere when you have depth at that position that you feel comfortable with. What was the game where Kenny Vaccaro scooped up a fumble and tried to return it for – was it the Lions? And, he got, and he got caught. It was a home game late in the year. Yeah. And he picked up a fumble – and the way he was running, it looked like he was playing with some type of leg injury because he couldn't, like, really open it up, open up his stride. And I'm sitting here going, like, man, Kenny Vaccaro used to be so dynamic. Browns, thank you. Yes, Jalen's correct. It was the Browns game where it was just like, is this, is, is this all he has? Because, like, anybody else on that secondary would have scored a touchdown on that fun- the nut scoop and score, but Vaccaro just couldn't get there. And it, it looked really, it looked really bad. And I, I honestly, I'm wondering if he was dealing with some type of injury uh, because his play did drop off. I, Kenny Vaccaro, it just makes too much sense makes to move on. Sense. And I, I like Kenny Vaccaro. I love the the passion and the energy that he brings. And I think his teammates love him too. But that's the guy, man. It's, you got to cut Vinny, Kenny Vaccaro after you already got rid of Humphreys. Or Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler is the other one because, uh, and that's that's the the tough thing that you're in is you cut Malcolm Butler and you save ten point two million dollars. Yeah, but Austin, you can't make the same mistake twice in a row if you're John Robinson. He got rid of Logan Ryan last year. Logan Ryan seems like he would have been just what the Titans needed. But Logan, no, 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 no. Logan, he, Ryan, he, he played safety. He, he played, played safety. safety. The Titans didn't need a safety. Well, Logan look, Ryan was done at corner. And you, the NFL told us that because nobody signed him to be a cornerback. Okay, but if you cut Malcolm Butler, that means you feel confident that Christian Fulton's ready to step up into a bigger role. I'm not sure that that's where they are right now with Fulton. Uh, you you got to make a decision on Desmond King, Buck Rising, our guy. He's pretty certain that the Desmond King will not be back. I'm not as convinced, but I'm saying if you get rid of Malcolm Butler, you have to have a guy who can step in and do everything that Malcolm Butler did. He's... He, He's the most targeted cornerback in the Titans secondary. He, he he's he's great ball skills. I love he's Malcolm Butler. Fantastic for that locker room. I he's love got, him. He's great. He's, he's exactly like the type of mentality that you want. But again, like this is about it's business. A lot of because, money. It is it's because how much money. did everybody love Jarrell Casey? But at the time, it was the right time to move on from Jarrell Casey. I don't think where Malcolm Butler is right now is where Jarrell Casey was in his advanced age uh, defensive tackle. Malcolm Butler turned thirty-one yesterday. But I'm saying from a physical standpoint, there there wasn't a substantial drop-off in his play last season. Uh, and just like there wasn't a drop-off in the play of Jarrell Casey in the year before. But it was a, it was a fairly slow decline from Casey. He, he turned from a Pro Bowl guy to, to you he know. Was a, but he was really good. Like, you saw uh, Jeffrey Simmons yeah, and Jarrell Casey was, next to each other. He was fine. He blowing was fine. Up, uh, blowing up fourth and ones in the playoffs against the Patriots and the Ravens. Like, Jarrell played great two seasons ago, the Titans made the correct business move to get rid of him. Again, like this might be the correct business move to get rid of Malcolm Butler. 
I would way rather restructure Malcolm Butler than get rid of him. But, and that's another interesting thing too, is John Robinson with Buck said that he hasn't talked to anybody about restructuring. And that kind of caught me. And I don't know if that's lip service from John Robinson, not you know, public comments, but I, I absolutely think the Titans need to restructure, whether it's Lawan to move some money around uh, or Malcolm Butler to move money around. Like they've got a couple Roger Saffold. They can move some money around to create some space. So I think there's some several guys that could help free up some flexibility by restructuring. And I would rather do that with Butler than cut him. Yeah, no question. You, you got to keep Butler, but restructuring him would be ideal. And I'm talking big time ideal for John Robinson, him and Luan. You got to go up to Luan and say, look, man, uh, we we kind of need to take a chunk from you just to make this team a little better. And Lawan may be the type of guy who agrees with it. Maybe he's not. I don't think Saffold would take it. They just paid him that big money, and he held down the O line. He was really the ringleader of that offensive line last year. Yeah. I think he. I think he's going to say, you know what? I earned my due. I earned my keep last year. So I'm not giving you a cent. But I think the guys to talk to are, like you said, Malcolm Butler and Taylor Lawan. Both seem to be team first kind of guys. Um, I, I think, and, and there's really the most to gain from restructuring both of those deals. Yeah. Agent double just says too bad. Panda sucks. I yeah. Mean, look, agent double. We, we, we know, we know that Panda sucks and hopefully he's not on the cap for next year. I think, I think getting rid of him as well. Is it uh, depressing? Frees up is it, some money. Is it depressing when I say the top four players are the most dead money on the Titans roster? Uh-huh. Tannehill, Henry, Byard. And Isaiah Wilson, like, does uh, that just so hurt it, people? It is. It, it, how how could it not? I mean, you're you're one year into the experience, and you're already thinking, man, how do we get rid of this dead money? Because because that's what it is. If you keep Isaiah Wilson laying around, it's dead money. Guy played four snaps last season. You got to find a way to move on from him as well. To, to you, you need every single dollar that you can possibly get your hands on if you're John Robinson. Yeah, and Anthony is correct here. Like the players aren't losing money in a restructure; it's just reorganize. They, they elongate the yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they either it's either stretched it out or they change it from this category to that category. They can turn it into signing bonus, wh- whatever it is. But in uh, terms they, of getting paid immediately, they're going to have to kind of wait and you know put push that off to to years. I, down I the believe way. there's two ways of doing it. Either you can turn some of it into signing bonus where they actually get more they're immediately, mm-hmm. or they they just shift it backwards. Because the best thing about the cap next year is it's projected to be at like two twenty something, and so while it might be you know one eighty five ish or whatever this year, it will have more breathing room next year. Uh, and there's another thing the Titans have to do before next year, and that is decide on Rashawn Evans. And I know Jack has a lot of opinions about this player. What yeah. should the Titans do with the fifth-year option for Rashawn Evans? But first, let me tell you guys about Calvin and Subtle. Calvin and Subtle is where you need to turn. If you're looking for new hardwood floors or new finishings, they've got you right there. Calvin and Subtle, Inc., there's their phone number right there on the screen, 615-448-6414. They do a fantastic job. And look, hardwood floors are great. I've got hardwood floors here. I love how they look. What they also do is upgrade the equity and increase the equity in, in the value of your home. CalvinandSuttle.com is where to go. They do a great job. They've got a bunch of different uh, styles of hardwood floorings. Uh, for you uh, that can whatever look you're looking for they've got it they're also very efficient with how they install two weeks job done 
no sweat off your back, and improve that value of the home, calvinandsubtle.com. Bet MGM, the king of sports books, the Derrick Henry of sports books. Download the <laughs> download the Bet MGM app. Sign up today with code A to Z Sports. You'll receive a risk free bet up to six hundred dollars. That's a lot of money. That's a big free bet, and you can bet it on a few things tonight. Vandy plays, the Preds play, the Grizzlies are playing the Bucks. Look, there's a ton of stuff to bet on, and I know you're going to want to do it tonight. So go ahead and download the Bet MGM app, and let's make money as soon as possible. Yeah, there's a lot of local parlay options uh, tonight. Uh, the, for Grizz, sure is. the Grizz in get one game parlay for sure, right there. Okay, Jack, should the Titans pick up or decline Rashawn Evans' fifth year option? I'm going to read some comments before I let you just unload uh, on how you feel about Rashawn Evans. Sanford Air Service, no free ads, says Evans has to go. Um, let's see. Then Kyle says decline three years in a row and let go. Uh, let God, as Buck would say, I guess, decline from Joseph. Rob says Evans really hasn't blossomed like we all hope. Uh, Rob, then it says decline. Um, uh, let's see. Scott says I would cut Evans unless his problem this year was the DC. Steven says pick up the fifth year option. If Corey Davis can have his redemption year, so can Rashawn Evans. Okay. Uh, Puka says, but depends on how current the CBA treats different structures. Um, uh, Ronnie says no Evans shouldn't get the fifth year option. He makes way too much, way too many mental mistakes at times. Um, and so Jack, I'll let you go. How do you feel about the Rashawn Evans in the fifth year option? Decline, decline, decline. I don't even really want him to stick around for a fourth year, Austin. I don't, I don't forget the fifth year. Let's I think John Robinson needs to make, make haste and deal Rashawn Evans this off season. There was no single player on the Titans defense that regressed as much as Rashawn Evans did last year. Not even it, Kevin Byard? Kevin Byard did. did look, they're one in the same almost. But Rashawn okay. Evans really took a step back. And when you're the inside linebacker, you're the leader of that defense, you've got to do more. And kind of his first game in that role, you lose Jarrell Casey, your defensive leader, and now Rashawn Evans has to step up, it, it, throw him into the fire early as a leader. And what does he do in week one? He gets ejected. I, this, whether it's you, stupid personal foul penalties kept popping up last season. He and he really doesn't even play his position all that well in the first place. So I think moving on sooner rather than later is something that John Robinson's not afraid of doing. We saw it with Kevin Dodd. We've seen it. And look, Rashawn Evans and Kevin Dodd aren't the same player by any means. Rashawn Evans has achieved far more than Kevin Dodd ever could have dreamed of. But at the same time, I don't think he's the, the the future for the Titans at that position. I think you got to move on as soon as possible. You got to figure out that inside linebacker position because it, I I believe that Jayon Brown helps this Titans defense. What he can do in pass coverage as well in run defense is is is, is phenomenal. He pressures the quarterback occasionally as well. So I think they're going to have to bring him back. Rashawn Evans can go. You have David Long behind him, which I don't think is a good enough replacement. Although Long pops in big games, you see it against the Ravens every time they play. Long steps up in big moments. He's not afraid of the spotlight. But I, uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, Kyle Van Noy is sitting out there and waiting. And I don't think that there's a better fit in the NFL than, than for the Titans with Van Noy. And that's going to come at the expense of Rashawn Evans. I think okay. you have to deal Rashawn Evans before the fourth year even gets started. Uh, that's very interesting. So Kane says, are you seriously saying he doesn't play well? Cut his microphone. 
And then Jamal Rashawn says, Evans took a huge step back last Yeah, season, Jamal last says, season. you guys are pissing me off. We need to keep Evans. Who did he have in front of him to sift through things and make plays? Jamal, like there were so many times that Rashawn Evans looked like he was just guessing at where the run was going to go. And he would, Rashawn Evans is fantastic when he's playing downhill in short yarded situations. Outside of that, he struggles. Again, I, I liked the draft pick of Rashawn Evans. The problem with the fifth-year option is that the money is so high that it's – is Rashawn Evans worth over $10 million for his fifth year? Because that's what it's going to be. No. Like, so all the people who are saying, pick up Evans, Ev- you got to keep Evans, you want to pay him $10 million in year five or more than that? Because last year, the linebacker fifth-year option was 10.08. It's going to be 10.1, 10.2. So if you're talking about paying Rashawn Evans that type of money, that's fine. But the easy decision Ooh. is that you decline the fifth-year option. Absolutely. I don't think you cut the guy because you can't cut the guy until you know what no, happens with Jayon Brown. You, you don't What's cut like, him. By no means do you cut him. There's you can there's 100%. You can get value out of Rashawn Evans. And while he's not good for this, this Titans defense, there's more things to consider. Shane Bowen's first season as a DC, so maybe he was thinking rather than playing fast. He had to, he, he had to process too much information for him to really you know step on the gas last year. So so you get to kind of figure that out this year if 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 you decide to keep him around. I think you could find value in trading him. Uh, we talk about a draft where you need more darts to throw at the board to try and find that right guy. I, I think Rashawn Evans could provide that um, as well as freeing up some extra money. And Van Noy, we mentioned he's a little older, but he's a, he's a veteran. He's experienced. He can jump in a defense and immediately contribute. Maybe he's not the perfect answer, but I definitely don't think Rashawn Evans is a guy that the Titans can hang their hat on and really count on for the next few years. Uh, so let's see. King Solomon says, uh, get rid of Evans. I agree with Jack. Evans regressed the most. At least Byron was around to the ball. Just didn't make many tackles. So there's a lot of dominoes that I think have to happen before we can really know what the right decision is for Rashawn Evans. I do think declining the option is the right move because you don't want to pay the guy because year four is coming up, you know, this upcoming season year. So you have to make the decision in the first week of May. It's like the weekend after the draft, that's usually when the fifth year option decisions are. And so you've got the draft and free agency to figure out what your next couple of years look like before you res- decide on Rashawn Evans is what happens with Jayon Brown. Because you, you mentioned David Long. David Long looks more like Jayon Brown, but plays more, more like, like Rashawn, Rashawn Evans. Evans. And so he's great in the run. Exactly. He's, he yeah. doesn't provide what Jayon can in the past defense. So what happens with Jayon Brown? If Jayon Brown is re-signed by the Titans, which I don't think, should be a priority, but that's my opinion. If Jalen Brown is re-signed by the Titans, now immediately goes to shop for Sean Evans. Because now I can I can live with David Long and Jalen Brown. Fine, sure, me too. Sure, you're a little undersized, but again, like speed, right? Both players have speed. David Long's downhill speed. Jayon's sideline to sideline speed. But um, you have to figure out what happens with Jayon first. Because if Jayon goes elsewhere, now Rashawn Evans and, and David Long are your two guys. Now you need to draft somebody who you think can play immediately in one in like the coverage role, and then you can decide what happens with Rashawn after that. But that adds another question: Is drafting a linebacker early 
in the plans for the Titans this offseason. You, you don't have to. You don't have to. Look at Avery Williamson and Jalen Brown, two fifth-round picks. David Long, sixth-round pick. Fair. He's doing well, right? And so, look, a lot of these people I see in the comments, we're talking about goal line defense. Rashawn Evans does pop in goal line. He'll, he'll show up and make a huge stop once, maybe twice a year in goal line. But what about the other 98, 99 yards? Where is he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where is he then? Yeah. You know, he, the only time he really popped, popped last year was flag on the play, 15 yards. Let, let's march it up the field. Yeah, when he uh, popped he, the Bronco in the face with his fist. Yeah, Jake Butt. Yeah, he did. And uh, I just don't think Rashawn Evans is, number one, ready to lead a defense. And number two, I didn't see enough out of him last year that makes me think, oh, and Shane Bowen's defense, Rashawn Evans is a guy that will thrive. And you really need your linebacking core after when you have a questionable front, you need your linebacking core to step up and be able to erase some mistakes. And I don't think Rashawn Evans does any of that. In fact, I think he adds to some mistakes. Yeah, so you got a lot of stuff there on Rashawn Evans. I know how you feel about him now. You didn't hold back, so that's good. All right, Jack, it is time for the Magic Bucket. Magic Bucket Thursday. We do this every Thursday. Jack got off the hook pretty easy last week. And I doubt it happens again this week. But the Magic Bucket coming up. We do this every Thursday. If you're new to the show, stick around because you never know the awkwardness or embarrassment that is about to happen with the Magic Bucket. But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room because of full-body electronic muscle stimulation. I had a workout yesterday. I absolutely loved it. Uh, I felt great. I feel great this morning. About to get that soreness in here. Shows me how hard I worked. And it was only 15 minutes. No sweat, right? At mandu.com, it's for everybody. It doesn't matter how old you are. You could be, you know, in your 20s. You could be, they have clients in their 90s. They go to Mandu. You could be out of shape, in shape, doesn't matter. Mandu is for you. Your first workout is absolutely free at mandu.com. BetMGM, the king of sports books. Download the BetMGM app today. Sign up with code A to Z Sports, A T O Z Sports. You'll receive a risk free bet up to $600. You can spend that $600 on uh, betting on the Preds game, the Grizzlies game. There's a ton of action tonight. You got spring training baseball if you're a psychopath and want to do that. That's fine too. <laughs> uh, look, download the BetMGM app today. Go ahead and cash in on that risk free bet up to $600. All right, right there, uh, BetMGM, the uh, title sponsor here of A to Z Sports. So, Jack, it is the uh, the Magic Bucket. So, we've got the Bring Magic Bucket right here. Hey, look, there's the Tighten Up sticker for you, right? That's Again, us. Tighten Up you... Podcast. Hey, new episode out on uh, all all platforms. Mike Herndon joined us this week. Talked a little about J.J. Watt's free agency and the disappointment that it was. Uh, some Peloton clues that he gave out. But uh, Mike, Mike Herndon, we're talking Titans offseason. You get all of that on this week's Tighten Up Podcast. That's right. All That's right, a shameless I've got... plug. Uh, yeah, this is what you're here for, right? You can promote your podcast. Hell, it's on our network. Well, I'll let you, I want you to promote it. All right, this is for you, Jack. Ooh, this oh, is this is a do. little embarrassing, uh, because you're new to the audience. So we're about to just let you uh, do it real, okay? Okay. So you have to right now on the show do the peanut butter jelly time song and dance. Oh, I don't know the I don't know the dance. How do you not know that? I don't know. I, you know the song? Peanut butter jelly, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Whenever you're ready. All right. I'm not sure the dance, but I'm gonna improvise. The that dance was... is based. Do you, you were you a Family Guy? Did you watch Family Guy? 
Yeah, I watch Family. I like Remember South when... Park better. I'm a South Park over Family Guy. Okay, interesting, interesting. That's a different. Well, it's it's the right. It's the right. No, place. it's just different conversation. But uh, <laughs> you got to do. It's like you have to like do this type of thing. Okay, with thumbs do, up. Do you know? Do you know the actual words to it? Uh, not positive of them. Okay, Google that real quick. While you Google the words in the lyrics to the peanut butter jelly song, I will pick my magic bucket slip. I grabbed two. Ah, this would have been great for Jack, but I've already done it, so he didn't have to. Yeah, Jerome, it's shaking maracas and you swing the hips while you sing. Swing the hips and shaking maracas, okay. Okay, so I haven't done this yet, but Zach has, and this is this is appropriate because uh, Buck had a big day yesterday uh, with his new show. So I have to take a selfie and text it to Buck and just say thinking about you. So, oh, that's an easy one. But I'm telling you, like it, it happens. You never know. You never right. know what happens. All right, I'm thinking I use my multivitamins as my as my uh, shakers. That's fine. My maracas. All right, gonna get some vitamins. All right, so I just uh, took my picture. Okay, I gotta take the headphones out, so can't hear you. But I'm That's gonna do fine. a little bit That's of it. That's fine. I'm ready when you're ready. All right, I'm gonna do a little rendition. All right, up to you. Let's see what Jack has. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Now where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. All right. Solid. Oh, man. That was, hey, look. I don't. Are you, are you sweating? No, I'm not sweating, but. Okay. I didn't know, know if you had like a nervous sweat going on. It wasn't. No, I'm not nervous about that. I look. I've done far worse dances in front of far more people. But <laughs> look, hey, it, Rob says not bad. Thanks, Rob, for being nice. Um, the multivitamins were came in handy as a prop. Uh, the, the laughing emojis. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Dear God. D. Mills giving some applause. Big hey, D. Jeff. Mills. That's my guy. He's my roommate. He's probably in the other room. Is he, is he just in the house? Yeah, he probably heard all of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, definitely not on beat. That's, so what, that's Justin sure. Johnson? Come on, give me a break, dude. I just had to shake vitamins as, as maracas and sing peanut butter jelly. No, I'm glad to, I like the uh, the add of the maraca vitamins. That was very good, very good. All right, man. What, you got. what did I get? Keep your day job. That's yeah. funny, just So yeah, what you I, got? I uh, I sent Buck a selfie, mm -hmm. and I just said, uh, thinking of you on day two. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I got my Michael Jordan poster behind me. So that I wonder if he'll like that. He probably nice. doesn't. But he's he's not an MJ guy, mm -hmm. you know, up there in Indiana. But anyway, Jack, good show. If anybody wants to grade Jack's performance on the show, I'm open for it. Just slide the letter grades in there and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, do that. Or um go five star the Titan Up podcast. That one works as well. Hey, comment your thoughts on your reviews. We'll do that. Well, that's a way to get more five stars, right? I like that. I like that. So if you thought Jack did a good job or a bad job, either way, go to the A to Z Sports Podcast Network, rate uh, five stars, and then send a review of how you think Jack did on the show today.
B minus A, okay, passing grades. Look, B you don't hang a B minus on the fridge, but it's not well, something to well, get, I mean, get but what's What was your GPA at Ole Miss, if you want to get Oh. Uh, you don't have to answer that if you don't want to. It was – I could have done better. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we got a lot of A's. A, a for adding vitamins. Johnny says he always bring it. You got some A pluses in here. So Good. All right, all right, guys. Well, uh, have a great rest of your Thursday. Buck Rising show pops open on the zone at 10 o'clock again this morning, and then he'll be back for A to Z Sports Primetime tonight. Don't forget, tighten up podcast, uh, all of our great podcasts over at the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. We'll see you guys later on. Have a great Thursday.